The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Father, we thank you for the amazing provision of prosperity that you have made available for us in redemption, in Christ Jesus. Thank you that our faith rises up stronger than ever before to take and to receive all that Christ finished for us. And Lord, as we delve into this subject, this pros um, topic of prosperity, all through this month of September, I ask that you open our eyes, particularly where we need to be enlightened and to take the victory and the prosperity that we have not yet taken, which you have already made for us. So speak to our hearts again this morning and all through this season, every Sunday and every Wednesday, as we go into your word, send your word to us. Send now prosperity to us and help us to receive it and take it in the name of Jesus. Can I hear somebody shout a loud hallelujah? Help me just welcome your neighbor to your left and to your right and tell him oh, hello, prosperous one. Glory be to God. Um, it's our month of prosperity. Um, September, our devotional study is on prosperity. And I, I want to encourage everyone to look afresh into this subject of prosperity. Particularly if you are not yet experiencing it as you ought. And I'm sure that applies to every one of us on one level or another. Glory be to God. Um, we're going to be looking at it from a different or um, a new perspective or a different perspective in our own teachings in church. Um, we, we want to look at it from the stewardship angle. But that's not the only angle of prosperity. And the main reason why we want to look at it from the stewardship angle is because of the word God gave us for this second half of 2018. God has um, led us and instructed us and directed us to serve him. And as you go on, as we go on in this teaching and in our study, you will see that one of the things our stewardship adds to our life is prosperity. Praise the Lord. All right, let me start this morning by laying um, some already established foundations. The um, Bible says if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? So even if you are familiar with this, because we're just starting this series today, um, I want to encourage you to pay attention. And if you are not, for one reason or the other, um, please lay hold on what we are talking about this morning, where prosperity is concerned. You don't have to be broke. You don't have to be poor. You don't have to fail. You don't have to live a mediocre life. Um, 
success in every aspect of life can be yours. And that doesn't even take any extra effort from you per se because it's all based on what Jesus has done for us already. Hallelujah. So please pay attention. Let's start by reminding ourselves and informing anyone that doesn't know that God's will and God's plan for us is prosperity. Can you say that with me this morning? God's will and God's plan for me is prosperity. And of course, by prosperity, we are not limiting it to money. Um, let me give you the dictionary definition of prosperity. It means to be successful, everyday language now, and to be fortunate. The will of God is for you to succeed in life. And the dictionary here tells me especially financial respect. And that's ordinarily what comes to mind when we start mentioning prosperity, to, to have enough resources, financially and materially speaking, to be able to live a comfortable life. That is God's will for us. Irrespective of the economy you are living in, praise the Lord. It also means to thrive. Somebody say, I shall thrive. It means to flourish. Say with me, I am flourishing. I, I looked up some of the synonyms in the Bible, let me quickly mention two or three of them. There's one that I really like. Um, it means to advance. Glory be to God. Anybody interested in advancing in life and moving forward? I can't see you this morning. Or you want to remain the way you are and where you are? Glory be to God. That's God's will. And this one I like. It means to arrive. You know, we use that in this part of the world. Can you help me look at your neighbor and say, you will arrive? You will arrive. You will arrive. I love one man of God. In the name of his shoes, you will get there. Please let me prophesy to two or three people. You will get there. You will get there. Come on, tell your neighbor, you may not be there now. You may not look like it now. Your account may not look like it now. The clothes you are wearing may not look like it now. Your experiences may not look like it now. But I come to you today in the name of the Lord and by the Spirit of Almighty God, and I prophesy over you, you will get there. You will arrive in the name of Jesus. That is God's will for us. That is God's plan for us. You know, I, I was just reflecting on this. I was just um, thinking about my children and how... Um, we plan for them. There are so many things we do for them that they don't, they have no clue of. We've planned their feeding, we've planned their education, paid their school fees, do all, did all, they, don't, they don't have a clue. And God was just witnessing to me again that that's what I do for you. That's what I do for you. If indeed I'm your father, and if I'm a good father that has means, how many people believe that God is their father? Come on, leave those hands this morning and receive that fresh understanding that God has planned your life. And he has planned prosperity into your life. Just receive it. You may not be experiencing it now. Just receive it. Let, let that dawn on your consciousness afresh. He has planned your life. 
He has made provision for you. Glory be to God. For everything you will need. And we are not just talking finances. Concerning your career, concerning your relationships, concerning every aspect of your life. Your health. Glory be to God. Third John verse 2 is a dynamic prosperity scripture. Um, I pray that you may prosper. Watch what the Bible says there in all things, not in some things. I want you to have success in all things and be in health. Glory be to God. So he wants us to prosper where our health is concerned. For you to be healthier today than you were last week. I want you to prosper. I pray that you prosper in all things and be there, even as your soul prospers. Glory be to God. It's God's will for us to prosper. And what that means is this, to be saved, to be born again, to be a child of God and not prosperous is to be abnormal. To, to not be seeing prosperity in my life experiencing prosperity, that is not normal. That is not normal. And I say that respectfully, knowing um, the environment, I mean, the economic conditions in this nation. So even in difficult environments and situations and conditions, God has still designed it and planned it and wired it that you and I should prosper. So regardless of what the challenges are in our physical environment, regardless of what the background of your family is or what misfortunes have visited you in life, regardless of all of that, God has still designed and planned and prepared and wired prosperity into your life as his child. Glory be to God. He has still designed it for you to succeed, for you to excel, for you to arrive. And bless God, if you are going through tough times, it looks as if you are not going to succeed, you are not going to make it, you are not going to excel, you are not going to be great in life. You need to believe this more than any other person. In fact, the person that needs to believe this the most is that person that it looks like I'm not going to succeed. It feels like I'm not excelling or making progress in life. You need to believe this more than ever before. I pray above all things. And don't just see that as the Apostle John writing. See it as the Spirit of God, God himself. My desire for you, Pastor T, above all things, above all desires I have, I, I want you to succeed in life. I want you to prosper and be in health. Hallelujah. Let's look at many other prosperity scriptures, some of my favorites. These are the things you go back to, you lay hold on, you stand on, you confess, you meditate, you declare when it looks like you're not going to prosper or it feels like you're not going to prosper or you need added dimensions of prosperity manifested in your life. Psalm 1 from verse 1 and 3. I will focus on verse 3 alone for now. And I quoted this a few weeks ago. I mean, I just love the scripture. You can't, you, it applies to so many aspects of life. 
He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season. Say with me, that's me they are talking about there. Whose leaf shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Declare it again, that is me they are talking about there. Whatever I do, I prosper in it. That's the plan of God. I'm reading the Bible. I'm reading the Bible. Joshua 1.8. This book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. Let me quickly jump to the latter part. We'll come back to some of these things later. For then you will make your way prosperous. Hallelujah. And you will have good success. The latter part of Joshua 1.8. Declare with me this morning, my way, my paths in life, they are made prosperous. I'm not hearing somebody this morning. Say, I have good success. Good success. Not ordinary success. Good success. Psalm 35 and 27. Pastor Dupe just declared it while she was leading us in the devotional. Let them shout for joy and be glad. Who favor my righteous cause. Let them say continually. See, these are the things you should be declaring. Particularly when it looks as if it's not working for you yet. Let the Lord be magnified. Who takes pleasure, who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Hallelujah. God takes pleasure. That's what we were saying in 3 John 2. In my prosperity. And we are saying that there in his servant. So we want to talk about stewardship prosperity. We'll get into that in a minute. Zechariah 1.17 Again, proclaim, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts. So I declare over everyone under the sound of my voice this morning, Thus saith the Lord of hosts. This is the word of the Lord. This is the will of the Lord. This is the plan of the Lord. This is the agenda of the Lord. My cities shall again spread out through prosperity. Through prosperity. The Lord will again comfort Zion. Hallelujah. And they will again choose Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Now, he's not talking about just a physical location. He's actually referring to people here. His own people. Glory be to God. And we are God's people on the face of the earth today. The church of Jesus Christ. So say with me, I am spreading out through prosperity. I am being comforted by God. Because I am the chosen of the Lord. I, I love it when the Bible tells us we are chosen. I always remember the days when I was believing God for a wife. And there were many ladies in my horizon. But I chose Pastor Inda. It, it means God singles you out, glory be to God, and picks you. And he begins to favor you more than every other lady. Now, I can tell you in this church, I love you all as your pastor. But I love her more than <laughs> the rest of you. Chosen. And so apply that to yourself. That, that's how God deals with us, his children. We are chosen. Glory be to God. My concern this morning is that many people may be like Jeremiah, particularly because of what is happening in the world we live in today. 
where even the richest nations, I was watching the news yesterday, Sweden. Was it Sweden? Yeah, I believe so. One of these European countries that they have always been very open and liberal. They too want to start closing their borders now. Countries that used to be generous to um, poor people before, I don't, I think they are looking, maybe their resources are running dry. So many countries now are electing people that are anti-immigrant, anti-other people now. It's not just in America, it's not just Donald Trump. There's a lot of economic tension in the world. And it shouldn't surprise us. The Bible prophesied that in the last days, things are going to get tough. And of course, let's come down to our country. We are not ignorant of the challenges we are facing. And, and, and the problem is, if you're not careful, you, you will start thinking and behaving like Jeremiah was behaving. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 16. Jeremiah said, open there this morning. This is my concern. Lamentations 3.16, and if you are like this, I want you to take courage this morning. Whatever it is you are going through hasn't, hasn't changed the plan of God for your life. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? Say, God's will for me is still prosperity. Sweden may be closing their borders. Donald Trump may not be too happy with us. But thank God they are just men. God has not changed. See, America may have changed their posture towards us. The United Kingdom may have changed their posture. Was back in the day, your Nigerian passport, you didn't need visa to go to the UK. And you could go there and... But now... <laughs> So a lot of people are behaving like this. Look at what he said, Lamentations 3.16. He has also broken my teeth with gravel and covered me with ashes, painting a picture of um, difficulty here. You have moved my soul far from peace. I have forgotten prosperity. This is a covenant child of God. He's referring to the nation of Israel. People of God, people that it's God's will for them to prosper because of the difficulties that is going on around them, that they have forgotten prosperity. And I wonder how many people are in the church today that have forgotten prosperity. Or, worse still, are not even, so to forget something implies that you knew it before. Some people did not even, they never knew it. Because they were born into hardship, they were born into what Jeremiah was talking about, teeth broken, covered with ashes. So they never really knew prosperity. And you may be here today, maybe it's just dawning on you for the first time that God's will for you. I remember when that happened to me. In my parents' church where I grew up, prosperity was not preached. I never had any clue or any inclination that God specifically, directly, purposefully planned for me to prosper. I was never taught until I started listening to people like Frederick Casey Price and, and, and Kenneth Copeland, wow, you mean to tell me God actually has my back and God actually has a plan to see to it that I prosper in life? Wow, somebody say wow. wow. I mean, it changed my life. Maybe, so you may be, maybe you are like me, you, it never really dawned on you or 
Maybe you used to be, it used to dawn on you, you used to enjoy it, but because of the hardship, said, I've forgotten prosperity. But it didn't end there. Glory be to God. Jump down to verse 22. Through the mercies of God, we are not consumed. Can somebody shout hallelujah? Because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So what, what happens to Jeremiah? He, he got a new dawn. I prophesy over somebody on the sound of my voice. In this season, you will experience a new dawn of prosperity. In the name of Jesus. Particularly if you have slipped into this mode where because of the hardships you are going through, you have forgotten prosperity. You will have a new dawn. Verse 24, look at what he said. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. Hallelujah. Can somebody declare that with us this morning? The Lord is my portion. And that's good news. So even if the economy of my nation is not able to see to it that I prosper and they can't, or the economies of the greatest nations on the face of the earth in my time don't see to see to it that I can prosper. You see, I, I, I don't blame some of these countries. It's not that they don't want to help, but they have limited resources. Praise the Lord. So they know they can't help everybody. They are not God. But bless God, you and I have a God that can help everybody. Ah, you didn't hear me this morning. I said you have a God that can help everybody. And that gives you and I hope. Say with me, my hope is in God. My trust is in God. And his will for my life is prosperity. Glory be to God. Come on, lift those hands and give him thanks for that. Let, let that settle in. I, I just want to get us in the right frame of mind this morning. God's will for us is prosperity. Genesis 1.28, another powerful text. From the beginning, this has been God's will. Then God blessed them, talking about mankind, you and I. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Maybe you've not been seeing fruitfulness. I want to remind you this morning, God's will for you is to be fruitful and for you to multiply. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. Fill the earth and subdue it. Not just for you to be fruitful and multiply, you will have fullness. Glory be to God. And you will have fullness and still be in control. And not only will you be in control, you will have dominion. Over the fish of the sea and on and on. This is the will of God. He wants us blessed. He wants us fruitful. He wants us to multiply. God has told us this second half of the year, you have grace for speed, grace for um, promotion, grace for multiplication. That is it right there. He wants you to, to fill up, have fullness. May your account never run dry again. May the joy you experience in the different aspects of your life never run dry again. May you have fullness, prosperity to fullness in the name of Jesus. This is the will of God for us. Never lose sight of it. Don't let the difficulties you are going that's going on around you make you lose sight or forget prosperity. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Say with me again, God's will for me is prosperity. Secondly, this morning, I also want you to realize is that you are already prosperous. 
if you are in Christ Jesus, if you are born again, if you are saved, if you are a child of God, you are not going to be prosperous. It's just similar to what we talked about last week. You are not going to get victory. You already have victory. Please hold on to these truths. These are the pillars and the foundation that makes it possible for you to experience prosperity. It is the will of God for you to prosper. You are not going to do anything that will make God up. I'm not going to allow prosperity to prosper in 2018. I'm God. No, it can never happen. Because God is not man that should repent. Glory be to God. Number two, it's not something God is actually going to do for me. Glory be to God. It is something God has already done for me. I am not going to prosper in the sense that it's something that will happen in the sweet by and by or in my future. No, it is something that has already happened for me. Finished work of Christ. Finished work of Christ. Many people, you see, this is the mistake some of us are making. You believe your current situation more than you believe the finished work of Christ. Don't move too much. They won't know I'm talking about you. And what you need to do is to renew your thinking and develop your faith to the point where it's not by the evidence around your life that you decide or determine what you believe. And when I say what you believe, I'm talking about extending to how you think, how you talk, how you act, and how you conduct your day-to-day -day life. Not just what you do on Sunday morning or you nod your head when the pastor is preaching. No. I'm talking about you live your day-to-day -day life. You, you need to really develop your faith and your consciousness to the point where even if I have nothing, materially, financially speaking, and in every aspect of my life, it looks as if nothing is happening, no door is opening, no good report. I am already prosperous. And that's what you believe. Even as they are knocking the door. To say that, ah, this basically you owe for the last two years. When are you going to pay it? Selah. Many times that's where you determine the success or the victory. It is easier to believe and accept. And again, I'm, I'm using believing and accept in the sense of how you think, how you talk, how you act, how you dress, how you carry yourself, how you conduct yourself in day-to-day -day living. It is easier to believe that you are not prosperous, you are not rich, you are not blessed when there's no money in your account than to believe that because of what Jesus did 2,000 years ago, even though I have no money, even though I have no job, even though I have no breakthrough, I am prosperous. But the latter is the truth. And you have to establish yourself in it. This is not just for financial, material things, for your healing and your health. That the doctor is reading the symptoms of sickness in your body. That you are feeling the pain and you have been feeling the pain for years. It doesn't change the fact that you are already healed by the stripes of Jesus. And you have to establish yourself in that truth. And come to a place where that's how I think. 
And I'm talking ordinarily, not just when I'm in church on a Sunday morning. I'm riding a bus, and I'm thinking I'm the most prosperous man on the face of the earth. I'm, and it's not that I'm even doing any gra-gra. I've just come to that place. Prosperity is not something God is going to give me tomorrow. It's something I already have. When did I get it? When I made Jesus my Lord and Savior. Jesus finished it for me on Calvary's cross, paid the price for me to be prosperous, did everything that is needed for me to live a prosperous life by his grace, by his mercy, by his favor. The day I chose to believe in him and to accept his sacrifice on the cross and to make him my personal Lord and Savior, that very day was when I received it. And from that day forward, I have been prosperous. Oh, hallelujah. Man. When you can live like that, even in the midst of difficulty, the manifestation won't be far from you. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? Shout out loud, the loudest you can, I'm already, I'm already prosperous. In fact, I need you to shout it five times. I'm already prosperous. I'm already the third time. The fourth time. For the last time with your hands lifted up, I am already, I'm already prosperous. This is going to be very vital in what we are talking about as we go on in this our study this month. Particularly when we are talking about stewardship prosperity. In, in fact, let me just jump into it right now. You see, we are going to need to understand the difference between Old Testament prosperity and stewardship and New Testament prosperity and stewardship. In the Old Testament, they needed to serve God before God could bless them. In the New Testament, we were blessed the moment we got saved. So though we are serving and we need to serve, we are not serving so that God can come and bless us. You know how we say it here, come and bless us. <laughs> no. The reason why we serve is different. We need to serve, which is what we want to teach you how to do. But it's not so that you can come and be, no, you're already blessed. Somebody say, I'm already blessed. I'm already prosperous. Second Corinthians chapter 8 and 9, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Knowledge. You need to know these things. You need to know them. You need to know them. If you've had them before, reaffirm your confidence in them. Renew the pillars and the foundation. This, this is what your prosperity rests on. If it's going to be supernatural prosperity, you know. Somebody say, I know. I know. Though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. When did he become poor? When he died on the cross. When did I become rich? When I accepted the sacrifice he made on my behalf. Ephesians 1.3. Ephesians chapter 1 was describing our redemption in Christ. And in verse 3 he said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places 
in Christ Jesus. We are already blessed. Already. Glory be to God. Before the first one naira hits your account, you are blessed. Before you got the first feeling of healing in your body, you are already blessed. Before the guy proposed to you or before you found the lady you proposed to, you are already blessed. Before you conceived the child, you are already blessed. Before you got the employment letter, you see, all those manifestations are not proof of the blessing. They are manifestations of the blessing. The proof is what Jesus did as communicated to us in the word of God. Hallelujah. And what I'm telling you this morning is if you are going to live prosperously, which will be your story in Jesus' name, this has to be the way you live your life. This must regulate your thinking, your talking, your dressing, your acting, your coming to church, your going to work, how you behave, how you feel. Rather than allowing yourself feel sad and depressed when the money in your account seems to be going low, you will have to learn how to replace that depressed, sad feeling with the good feeling that comes when you meditate on things like this and confess it without any money, without feeling any healing, without anybody proposing wedding to you. I'm already prosperous. Through the finished work of Christ on Calvary's cross. Praise the Lord. He has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. In every place in Christ Jesus. And Proverbs 10, 22 tells us the blessing makes rich. Glory be to God. Say with me, I'm already blessed. And I'm already rich. How rich? Philippians 4.19 talks about the riches of God in glory by Christ Jesus. Riches in glory. This is more than what CBN has in their bank account. Glory be to God. This is more than what the U.S. government have in their bank account, in their treasury. This is more than all the wealth of all the greatest nations on the earth combined together. It is the God's riches in glory. Hallelujah. God's riches in glory. God's riches in glory. And, and this is how you have it, in case you are still not convinced. You have it when you became a child of God. And what that means is that you became an heir of God. Romans 1.17. If you start reading from verse 15, but verse 17 says, if we are children of God, from verse 17 tells us that we are children of God, we don't have the spirit of bondage. We now have the, the spirit of adoption, of sonship, where we cry about Father. And if we are children of God, then we are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Think about the rich, the, the, the baby that just got born of a very wealthy man. When did he become an heir of that man? Was it not the moment you got born? Praise the Lord. I mean, you, when, when, if you hear good news now that, hey, Prince, um, one of the princes in UK, that, the, the baby, the old was, ah, this one, this baby is made. He hasn't spoken any word yet. He hasn't done any job yet. But just because of who his parents are, God is your father. You are his heir. You are already prosperous. You are already rich. Hallelujah. 
Keep in mind what the Bible says, Psalm 24, verse 1. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Psalm 50, verse 12. The world is mine and all is fullness. Praise the Lord. Revelations 5, 12 again. I want to give you all these scriptures. You, see, you, you stand on them. You believe them. You, conf- you just don't preach them. You believe them. They, they, they conduct how you think. Worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive for us. For us is not there, but that's the implication here. Power and riches. Somebody shout riches. And wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Somebody shout blessing. That's what Jesus has obtained for us. That's what we got when we, go, when, we, when we got saved. That's what we received when we got saved. So we are already prosperous. Our situations and circumstances may not look like it, but bless God, ensure what you believe is this. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? Please hear me and hear me very well. Never ever again in your life Make the mistake of believing your circumstances and situation more than you believe what God has told you in his word. Because if you do that, what God has revealed and declared and promised you in his word will never manifest in your life. You will have what you believe. Romans 4.16, therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end that the promise might be sure to all the seed, you have to believe this thing more than anything else. You have, to, you have to believe you are healed because the Bible says you are healed even though the symptom of sickness is not in your body. That will be the basis of whether there will be a manifestation by this time tomorrow. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. Praise the Lord. So, again, it's God's will for us to prosper. Secondly, we are already prosperous. And if we, if we are armed with those two amazing truths of Scripture, which I've communicated to you through the many verses I've shown you, let's now begin to delve into how we can manifest it in our everyday life. Because that's where the challenge is for the believer. What you need to learn, what you need to master is how you can walk in it. It's important to understand the kind of prosperity that was given to you. These are things you need to know, the kind of prosperity we have. And for you to understand how you can function in it. The kind of prosperity we have is not that God... Give everybody one billion dollars after you got born again. I know some of us, that's what you would prefer. But that's not what was given to you. That's not the kind of prosperity you have. And the only reason why you are preferring or you think you would prefer that kind of prosperity is because you have trained yourself to only know how to function in this world system. This world system, it operates with money in the bank. So, ordinarily speaking, the guy that has a million dollars in the bank feels good that he has money. And the person that doesn't have any money in their bank account feels depressed 
that they don't have money. That is the world system. You have to elevate yourself. Say with me, I elevate myself. Over and above the world system. Into the kingdom of God system. Into heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. You have to understand that that's the kind of prosperity you have. He has blessed you with every spiritual blessings, not in your GT bank account. Are you with me this morning? So you've got to learn to function in prosperity beyond natural means. These things are true, but they are only given to us in spiritual, heavenly places now that we're in Christ Jesus. That's what you need to understand. And it's simple. Like I was saying last week, it's simple. If you go to the United States of America, praise the Lord, you, you can't use Nigerian Naira to do economic activity. In fact, until the banks in Nigeria coordinated with the banks in the United States to start using our debit cards, and it's really the American institutions, MasterCard and all this that we are working with, you can't use Nigerian economy to run in that kind of country. You have to convert your Naira to dollars, as it were. You get what I'm saying? The same thing to lay hold on what God has for us in this earth. We've got to know how to convert spiritual realities into our everyday life. That, look, once you can believe the first two I said, you're not the guy, guy that is going around and saying, well, I'm on my, I'm on my own in this world. Where is God when I'm in trouble all this time? So you've lost hope in God. You've lost, mm, you're not like that. And two, you're on the frequency of faith. I believe that this thing is finished already. I believe in Christ's finished work. The next thing is for you to understand the kind of prosperity you have. So you're not moved if there's no money in your account. You're not moved if nobody has come to propose to you in years. You're not moved if you're not feeling healing in your body. No, it's not a natural, physical kind of prosperity. Glory be to God. So that, that, I, don't, that I don't have the money in my account doesn't mean I'm not prosperous. God doesn't have money in his Naira account. God does not even have a Naira account. Oh, praise the Lord. Go to the U.S., it doesn't matter whether you don't have Naira in your account. It's not Naira you spend there. Somebody say you must learn to convert. And then you must know how to operate and function in it. Praise the Lord. And that's what we need to look into. Every time we teach Christians prosperity or healing or blessing, we are not telling them things they don't already have. Say with me, I'm already prosperous. I'm already blessed. We are teaching them to walk in what they already have. Praise the Lord. Let's, let me give you this text and then I begin to close. Genesis 39 2. Because what we are talking about is stewardship prosperity. How you can experience the joy of serving God for the abundance of all things. 
has prosperity, the abundance of all things. You have more than enough of peace, more than enough joy, more than enough testimony, more than enough money. Genesis 39.2. Please watch this text very carefully. The Lord was with Joseph. Can someone declare with me this morning, God is with me. And he was successful. Or KJV says prosperous. The Lord was with Joseph and he was prosperous. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Amazing. It wasn't when Joseph got to the palace that he became successful. That's what that verse is telling you. It wasn't when he got to the palace that he became prosperous. When did he become prosperous? Talk to me, somebody. When he was still a slave in his master's house. How or why was he prosperous? Talk to me, somebody. The Lord was with him. So I, I speak over you today. You may not have any money in your account. You may not have employment. You may not have the breakthrough you want to see manifested, but you are prosperous. You may not feel the healing in your body yet. You are like a slave in your body, trapped. But you are already successful where your healing and your health is concerned. Why? God is with you. Oh, praise the Lord. Understanding the kind of prosperity you have. It's not the prosperity that God has given you your house, God has given you your car, God has given you your job. That will eventually happen. But that's not the kind of prosperity we have. It's the prosperity that God is with me. And there may be a phase in my life where I'm still a slave in a foreign land. My brothers have betrayed me. They have sold me to slavery. I'm now being used as a slave. That doesn't mean that I'm not prosperous. I am prosperous already. I may be in prison for an offense I did not commit for over 10 years. Look, it doesn't matter how long the bondage has been. Because God is with you or you are a favored child of God. That's what the Bible said. God gave him favor before his master. When he got to prison, God gave him favor. Glory be to God. Before the prisoners, he prospered. Praise the Lord. So what we need, if you followed me this far, what you need is to know the keys. Keys of that we convert this my God is with me, I am favored child of God, into taking me from this prison I'm in into the palace by this time tomorrow. Keys of prosperity. That's what Jesus told us in Matthew 16. I will give you the keys of the kingdom. This is kingdom prosperity we have. Notice the way God prospered Joseph. wasn't by giving him his own house or even giving him his own freedom. No, that's not how he did it. It wasn't something physical, tangible. It eventually became physical and tangible. Glory be to God. But it was intangible. And what Joseph did was to convert the naira he had into dollars. That's what you and I need to do through the keys. You need to convert the blessings you have in the spiritual realm 
into this earthly realm through keys. And there are many prosperity keys. Some of the scriptures we quoted, 3 John 2, God's will for you to prosper even as your soul prospers. So soul prosperity is a key. Renewing your mind, renewing your thinking. If you can change the way you think, even based on what I shared with you this morning, you will enjoy prosperity manifested. You will convert the naira you have to dollars. Are you still with me? You will convert your prison slavery experience into palace princely experiences. It's keys of conversion. Keys. And stewardship is a major key. Steward, look, quite honestly, that's what Joseph did. Served in Potiphar's house. And the Bible said he did it so well, it got to a point Potiphar did not even know what he had any longer. Apart from the food he ate and the wife he had. Didn't know anything. Because Joseph could do it better than him. Even when he suffered a setback, ha, he didn't say, hey, can you see? And that's why they told us that serving God will bring prosperity. I'm, is, I'm not even going to serve God again. No. Served in the prison. To the end that the, the people that had the prison, they just left everything to his care. And all the while, he was just converting the favor that he had from God, hallelujah, into earthly manifestations. The prosperity you have is not first physical or tangible. Stop getting depressed because there's no money in your account. Stop it. The earlier you stop it, the better. Stop it. Stop it. You will be tempted to. Take these words of God and learn to renew your soul, your thinking. I, I like to say renew your soul, not just your mind. Your emotions. Some of you, that's what you need to renew. You feel too depressed to prosper. You can't prosper the way you are thinking and you are feeling You've got to be like a Joseph in prison and you're encouraging the other prisoners. Because you know God is with you. Because you know you're already prosperous. And that by this time tomorrow, I'm going to be in that palace. I'm already converting. I'm already making a change. I have the key. The key is stewardship. As I enter this prison, this is my strategy to prosper. I will serve. I will serve. Ah, I don't know how to serve. I will learn to serve. Ah, I'm not feeling encouraged to serve. I will encourage myself in the Lord to serve. Hallelujah. So let me close. We'll continue from here next week. Midweek service next week. You need to develop a stewardship mentality. That's all. Now, this is not the only key to prosperity, but this is what we want to focus on. This year, teaching on prosperity, stewardship mentality. How can I serve and how can I steward? Okay, I got a bad hand. I got slavery. How can I steward this slavery I've been given? I mean, that was a bad hand. How, how can I steward this imprisonment I've been given? Hallelujah. If you can learn to steward the things that life and God has given you, you will ultimately manifest the prosperity you already have. You are prosperous already. Praise the Lord. You just need to understand the kind of prosperity you have 
and understand how to function in it. Praise the Lord. And I see you shining in flying colors. The same God that brought Joseph out of the prison. <laughs> Hallelujah. And made him prime minister. In just 24 hours, that same God will show you favor like never before. This time of your life in the name of Jesus. The same way God took Joseph from the prison. And lifted him up and elevated him and promoted him. That same way God will promote you in the name of Jesus. Use your keys. Use your keys. Use your keys. Believe what you have. Very vital. I think some people don't really believe that they are prosperous already. I think some people don't really believe that they are blessed already. I think. I may be wrong. Oh, you are the only one that can answer. Examine yourself whether you are in the face. I think some people are like Zechariah. They have forgotten prosperity because they have gone through a situation that put ashes on them. Because they are, they are, their soul has been taken far from peace. There's been a lot of trouble since from January. In fact, some of it since the last two years. So they have forgotten prosperity. I think some people are like that. And I'm praying that this series and what we've shared today will bring you back to remember, hey, you are prosperous. God's will for you is prosperity. And you get encouraged to the point where you start using the key. Joseph never forgot prosperity. Never. When you get to the palace, remember me. And when they brought him, he was ready. He didn't say, I give me six months to go and prepare. I didn't do KTI the other time in church. So let me go and do KTI and come back and write the exam. No, he was already prepared. Hallelujah. And by this time tomorrow, he was there. So shall it be for you in Jesus' name. Rise on your feet this morning. Lift those hands to heaven. And begin to bless God for your prosperity. Just begin to bless him. Particularly in those areas where you need to see victory. Just begin to bless God. Bless God for what I've shared with you. Number one, it's his will. It's his will. It's his will. Bless him. Lord, I know you want me to prosper. Lord, I know you want this ministry to prosper. This church you've given me, or this ministry you've given me, this assignment you've given me in church, this marriage you've given me, this job you're giving me. I, I know your will is for me to prosper. Okay, you don't have a job. Lord, I know even in this unemployment situation, this slavery situation I seem to be going through, your will is for me to prosper, and I thank you for it. Come on, thank him, thank him. Whatever you find yourself, whatever you have, know that the will of God for you is to prosper. Know that you are already prosperous if you're a child of God. And if you're not yet a child of God, please get born again so that you can become prosperous. Talk to him, talk to him. There's nothing that you are going through that God cannot bring you out of and make you shining. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I decree over you, even as you come in with God right now, help, help from above. Come on, pray, pray, help from above, help. You will end this year with an amazing testimony or with amazing testimonies of prosperity. Like Zechariah, God will give you a new dawn. His mercy is new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Look, you may have been through situations that make you want to forget prosperity. 
make you want to forget it. You will never be married. You will never be healed. You will never have children. You will never make money. You will never get to your achieve your goals and dreams. But the word of God is coming to you again. No, that's a lie of the devil. God is giving you a new dawn this season. A new dawn. Rejoice, O barren woman. More are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman. God is giving you a new dawn. Don't forget prosperity. Don't forget your healing. Don't forget your breakthrough. Don't forget your elevation. Be like Joseph this morning. They may have sold you into slavery. They may have locked you up in prison. But the Lord is with me. <laughs> Glory to God. I will not forget prosperity. The Lord is with me. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. The Lord is with me. His rod and His staff comforts me. God can bring me out of this because God has already brought me out of this. I'm already prosperous. I may be a slave in a master's house right now, but the truth of the master is I'm a child of God. I'm an heir of God and I'm a joint heir with Christ. I'm already prosperous. I will not lose hope. I will not lose hope. Rather, I will put my faith in God. I put my faith in God. Somebody open your heart, open your mouth and cry out to Him. He's able. He's able. And His will, His plan, his purpose is to prosper you. I speak over somebody here. You are going to end this year on such a high note. You will not be able to recognize yourself again. I don't know how strong Joseph's faith was. But I can guarantee you that night when he slept in that palace. He could never have dreamed it three months ago. That in three months time. I will be the Prime Minister of Egypt. <laughs> That's how good God is. That's how great God is. That's how powerful God is. And I speak over somebody under the sound of my voice this morning. God is about to do even much more for you. Put your trust in Him. Listen, in the name of Jesus, I want you to pray for your new dawn. Go back to that Zechariah, um, Lamentations. Sorry, I said, I've been saying Zechariah, um, Jeremiah actually. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed. Because his compassion fails not. Hallelujah. God's compassion, God's mercy, God's favor can outlast any tribulation. Joseph's ordeal was a 13-year tribulation. But God's favor outlasted the tribulation. Hallelujah. And eventually God brought him into the fullness of what God ordained for him. Through the Lord's mercy, we are not consumed. Now watch this. This is the new dawn. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion. Verse 24 says my soul. Somebody declared that with me this morning. The Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will not lose hope. Is there somebody here that wants to stir up their hope and their faith in God for prosperity? Particularly in those areas where it looks as if you are not succeeding and succeeding and you are not excelling. Leave those hands with me this morning.
Say with me, Heavenly Father, thank you for my new dawn in this area and that area. So listen, when you begin to pray, you mention the areas concerning my health. Thank you for my new dawn. Concerning this financial difficulty, thank you for my new dawn. And think about, reflect on the testimony of Joseph. Look at me, look at me before you begin to pray. Say, thank you for my new dawn. I thank you for your mercy that is new every morning. And I boldly declare and I believe that you are able to bring me out and bring me in into the fullness of what you have in store for me because you have already finished it for me so i boldly declare i prosper in all my ways and i lay hold on that prosperity right now in the name of jesus open your mouth and begin to pray The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 00640.